the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Rosenthal Wealth Management. It's time now for Making Money Sense, live with Larry Rosenthal. Larry is recognized as one of the nation's leading financial and retirement planners and is here to answer your questions right now. Author, speaker, and talk show host Larry Rosenthal is dedicated to teaching others financial stewardship from a biblical point of view. Call Larry now. Studio lines are open at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. Making Money Sense is on the air. This is the Larry Rosenthal Show. We appreciate you listening here this morning, every Saturday morning at 9 o'clock. Larry is here answering your questions as he is today. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Chris. And how are you today? I am doing well, doing well. What's going on with you? Good. Oh, you know, just rolling into summer, so it's good. Rolling, rolling. There you go. It's all good. Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Making Money Sense, the Larry Rosenthal Show. You know, first first part of the show each week, we always like to do a little bit on the economy and the markets and then roll into some of our topics and, of course, your phone calls. So, you know, it's it's been all about the stuff that's coming out of Capitol Hill this past couple of weeks, and, and the market's just sort of been floating sideways a little bit, little peak here, little dip there, uh, back and forth, you know, but but uh, Thursday, some legislation passed the House talking about some rep- some reform in Dodd-Frank and DOL rules that are getting ready to come out. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens, how things get through the Senate. The Senate was talking about they have their own idea on the DOL financial reg- regulation rules and see if there's going to be any twists or changes to all of that as far as suitability goes, which, you know, people should be working at a suitability-type levels with their with their clients. But on the other hand, talking about tweaking some of the regulation with banks from the Dodd-Frank uh, reg, uh, regulation that came out of the financial crisis, this could be very interesting depending on what happens, depending on what they try to do, all kinds of moving parts. Don't hang your hat on any of it, okay, until you wait to see how it comes out. But this is a piece of legislation that could really help to move uh, financial sector, banks, as well as small company stocks. So kind of interesting to take a look. We'll be following the story and reporting it to you as it is as it twists through the halls of Congress there to to see how it actually comes out. So, you know, Chris, whenever uh, Washington sends a change to us, we we're sort of in the batter's box seeing the pitch come in and we need to swing at what's being pitched, not not worried about what it's going to be, but worry about what it is once it comes out. And and that's my point here is we have some new legislation that's that's running around the halls up there. And, you know, at, at this particular point, it could could have some uh, positive impacts in, in the market. So as long it, as we it, hit something when we're swinging, that's all I care about. There right. you go. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So kind of a quiet week this week. All eyes are on the uh, June 14th, next Wednesday, the Fed meeting. They're looking to put out uh, uh, their interest rate decision. 
and I personally think they're going to raise a quarter point. But we'll find out, and we'll find out what they have to say. And then next Friday, June 16th, one of the biggest economic indicators in the entire market comes out, and that is housing starts. You know, if you take a look at what goes into a house, all the multiplying effect in the economy. Oh, yeah. So that's a big one. And housing starts have been moving up uh, quite nicely for the last few years. So the economy's still cruising along pretty nice. And, uh, you know, we'll have to wait and see how, how things come out in the summertime. Hey, you've, uh, you've got a couple of baseball analogies going on here this morning. So I'm going to ask you a trivia question. You ready? Far away. Are you sure? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Who was the young- well, I wonder what you're who, reading over there. Who was, okay. yeah. <laughs> who was the youngest player ever to play Major League? Who was it? Do you know? Oh, I don't know. Fifteen-year-old Joe Nuxhall, nineteen forty-four. Is that right? I should yeah. have known that. Yeah, a little history for you. Yeah, I, yeah. This date in history, actually, uh, nineteen forty-four. Oh, you got called up on this date in history. He did. 1940, nice. Nineteen forty-four. Nice. Pretty amazing, you know. Fifteen years old. Wow. Boy, how would it be? Yeah, how that was in be? the middle of war too, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty amazing stuff. Anyway, that's your baseball trivia since you were going down that road. <laughs> I appreciate that. We can talk baseball more than long. I know we can. I think there's other shows on other stations that handle that for us. So. Yeah, I, think so. I don't know. I don't I know. So. Hey, let's take a quick break here and open up the phone lines. Give us a ring here this 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 morning uh, at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123 with any and all of your financial planning or investment questions. If you have questions on Roth IRAs, on estate planning, will and trust on taxes, on mortgages, on college funding, on retirement planning, your 401k. Give us a ring, 855-ROSE-123. You're listening to Making Money Sense. I'm Larry Rosenthal. We'll be back in a moment. You are listening to Making Money Sense live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. More Making Money Sense in a moment. Have you ever wanted to be part of something big? Nonprofit organization called Stars Children Africa. Do you want to be a part of something that changes a child's life? Orphans who are high school age who would not have a chance to get education otherwise? Now you can be part of something that brings hope. What we do is we actually pay for the school fees. For about the cost of a new suit, you can change an orphan's future for a whole year. We pay for the school fees, and that averages around $500 to $550 a year total. That means food, lodging, the teaching, the education part, the the uniform, that whole thing. Call now, 703-201-2494. Or go to starschildrenafrica.org. For a dollar and a half a day, one child would be educated for that year in high school. 703-201-2494. Call right now. For $500 a year, you can change an orphan's life. Sense, the Larry Rosenthal Show with Larry Rosenthal, our financial and retirement expert in studio here, taking your phone calls, 855-767-3123. That's 855-ROSE-123. We've talked on the show before, and it's a very popular topic uh, on this program, 
about Social Security. A lot of people are concerned about it. Will it be there for them when, they, when they're ready to retire, Larry? What's the story on that and what should they do? Well, yes, Chris, I think Social Security will be there when, when everybody's ready to retire. It's just simply a math problem. You know, how many people are, are putting money in? How many people are drawing money out? We, we all know that it's funded at current levels till about 2032 or so. So, yes, it's, it's going to be there. And, and if the funding dries up even more, then they just simply need to change the equation. They can, they can uh, uh, raise the, the, um, the FICA tax. They can raise the Social Security wage base. They can extend until people get payments. They can reduce. They can tax more. They can do all different things. It's just a matter of political will on when and how to change it. So I'm really not too concerned about it, Chris. It's, it's going to be there. So there, there'll be a, it'll be in a little different way it is now, but it'll it'll still be there for everybody. So, not not too concerned. But you know, since you brought up Social Security, and I've mentioned this in the past on some other shows, and this is a hot topic with a lot of clients and and financial advisors, because a lot of financial advisors are confused about what type of of uh, you know suggestions and how to guide the conversation when it comes to the Social Security selection. But Social Security selection is really one of your your largest financial decisions that you're ever going to make in your life. You know, suppose somebody comes in, and, and I see this happening a lot. Somebody comes in 62, 63 years old, and they say, you know, I'm retired, and uh, I'm going to wait and take my Social Security until I'm, you know, 67 or 70 because I'm going to get more. And I don't deny that. You will get more from the government. But where are you getting your income between 62 and 67 or 70? And a lot of times people say, well, I'm just withdrawing $1,800 or $2,000 a month for my savings and investments. And I say, well, hold it. Stop it right there. Have you looked on the other side of the coin? Have you looked at the other side to see exactly what happens if you were to take Social Security now and keep your own money? And when I put that into a financial plan, even though they're getting less money from Social Security, they're saving to withdraw that hundred and some thousand dollars over that, that, that period of time, that four or five year period of time. And now the math really plays out a lot differently because you're not spending down your own principal savings and then losing the growth on that money. You're using the government's dollars. So <clears throat> a lot of times people will, will not look at that side of the equation. And oftentimes it's better, believe it or not, for people to take their Social Security earlier if they're not working versus spending down their own dollars. So each each family is a little different. It, it just depends on the, the economics involved in your particular family. But it's, it's, a, it's a math scenario. It's, a, it's part of the financial cash flow retirement plan that people should really take a look at. I think the results would be surprisingly different. Uh, in in most people's mind from their from their initial reaction to it all, so so it's a big big decision when it comes to it. Yeah. So what do they do? Are they uh, basically they get the financial planning toolkit and get started and figure out how do you figure out that math equation? Sure, it all depends on the financial plan. You know, you, you need to put in two different scenarios. You know, our financial plan gives us the ability to have a scenario, sort of like a scenario playground, where you you build out the base plan and say, okay, this is what we think we want to do, and then you you press a couple of buttons and do all types of scenarios right over top of that, and you can sort of just see, you know, well, if I'm going to buy a boat, or if I'm going to take my Social Security, or if I'm going to go on a worldwide tour, you know, all that type of stuff, it, it lays it over the the top of the base plan. You just see how how it, it changes. You know, oh, well, I'm going to spend less. You can see how it changes. Oh, I'm going to spend more. You can see how it changes. Oh, I'm going to retire later. Or I'm going to retire earlier. You know, all those types of scenarios there. And it just lays it right over top of it. It's pretty interesting. If you go to my website, LarryRosenthal.com, then you can um, uh, pull up on, on our first, on our 
landing page there, LarryRosenthal.com, you can pull up our, our uh, video of how the financial plan really works. And uh, it's pretty pretty interesting how it works. But, Are yeah, you, Chris, we've sent out tens of thousands of our financial planning oh, yeah. toolkits. We send them out free. And, um, uh, you know, if you want to get one, give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123 or just simply go to my website, LarryRosenthal.com, and shoot us off an email, and we'll be happy to send it out to you. And it will really enable you to uh, start the down the road of building that financial plan. Is that on your bucket list is when you retire going on a worldwide tour? Is that is that one of yours? No, it's not really. <laughs> okay. You're not a worldwide tour kind of a guy. Maybe I'd like a to do a very deep, deep dive, very deep, deep tour of the U.S., my my personal bucket list. Yeah. Yeah, be, there's be. so many things in the U.S. I'd like to see. But know? it all takes money, doesn't it? So you really do it need does. to make those plans. You need plans. to save for it. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, need sweet. to save for it. No doubt about it. So, right. Hey, give us a quick ring here, 855-ROSE-123. Sort of open subject Saturday here. Give us a call on anything on your mind, your 401K, the government TSP mortgage rates, college funding, estate planning, wills, trust, whatever it may be, insurance, give us a call, 855-ROSE-123, 855-767-3123. Listen to Making Money Sense. I'm Larry Rosenthal. I'll be back in a moment. You are listening to Making Money Sense live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. More Making Money Sense in a moment. Housing prices and interest rates have started to move up. This may be your last chance to take advantage of low rates and housing bargains. If you're considering purchasing a home within the next year, you need to call Troy Turow at McLean Mortgage First to take advantage of his Loan First program. This can give you a winning bid over the competition, even when you come up against cash offers. The Loan First program will have you fully pre-approved so that you understand all aspects of your loan before you start looking for your dream home. Buying confidence when you have your Loan First certificate, which shows the seller your loan is already pre-approved and they can avoid any unnecessary negative surprises at settlement. Troy's been helping homeowners for over 20 years in the D.C. metro area, and he and his team are ready to help you. Call him today at 571-490-7117. That's 571-490-7117 for your loan first pre-approved certificate, 571-490-7117, or simply visit his website at anyhomeloans.com. Remember, you want control when you're making an offer on a home. Get your loan first certificate. Call Troy Turow at McLean Mortgage. 571-490-7117. 571-490-7117. Troy Turo and McLean Mortgage Corporations in MLS number 5618 and 99665. Sure, let's go ahead and welcome Lisa on the line. Good morning, Lisa. How are you today? Oh, well, I'm doing well, thanks. You. Um, I wanted to ask you some advice. Um, we, my mom had passed away this past year, and she kindly um, gave us a pretty decent amount of inheritance. It's a little over a hundred thousand. And what we have right now is it's in a it's in a one place, but it's in three separate four hundred one k accounts. And what we the timing of it was amazing because um, we we decided we're going to use all of it for our two girls college tuition for most of it anyway they're both going to private colleges 
And um, we want to know how do we get taxed on that, and is there a best way to pull it out so we can get taxed the least? Because that's the thing. We really feel like we don't understand that a lot. Well, the um, first of all, you have to you, you have to put the money into a an inherited type of an IRA, okay? Yes. Now, before the – has that already been done? Yes, it has. And, and it basically got put into three, I guess, different types of accounts. It's a, it's a big company that okay. I think a lot of the money was kind of there, so we just put it all there, and it's in three different places, if that makes sense. Yes, okay. Okay. So, so un- unfortunately, the answer to your question is pretty much this, is you're not going to be able to take those dollars out – and and without paying taxes on the money, okay? Okay. So so if you were over 70 and a half, you could make a contribution to a nonprofit organization for your RMDs, but, but that's not the okay. case here. So you're going to yeah, have to just – Yep, you're just going to have to pull those dollars out. Now, we can get really fancy and tell you to take an equity loan from your home because loans aren't taxable and then use the money from the IRA distributions to make that extra loan payment on the mortgage and the interest might offset it. But, you know, that's really probably not the best way to do it. But it is a way, one other way that you could look at it. But I would probably just say, you know, first of all, I'm sorry to hear about your mom passing. Oh, then, thank you. Yep. And then secondly, the blessing that she's left y'all. You know, if she wanted to go to pay for the college, then then this is how she left it, and 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 have it go for it that way. You know, and and uh, it's a you know it's an education's priceless. So um, yeah, and you yeah. know, especially we we just were amazed by that. But yeah, I think this was like entering a whole new world for us because you know, and then my husband, you know, just depends on what he's making, how much we get taxed because that money gets added to his salary, right? It gets added like to his to your taxable income, and that brings up another right. point there, Lisa, is maybe you can look at your husband to see if he can start putting more money into his retirement plan on a pre-tax okay. basis. That could lower your taxes. So really, oh. we really we need to take sit down and take a look at your your income, your last year's tax return, and then the distributions for colleges with this money, and see if we can net out. You know, a lower way to pay ultimately pay tax on all these dollars that that you're receiving uh, for, yeah. for for the college. So so that's a way right. too. So do you work with a tax preparer? If not, then I can refer you to one, and you can sit down with him or her and take a good look at maybe trying to maximize some things that way. And it might save you you know a couple thousand dollars here or there, which is still a lot of money. Well, a couple thousand dollars is yeah, a couple thousand dollars is a couple thousand dollars. You know, we would love that. We'd love to get that information. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yep, let me put you on hold and Bob will get your contact information and we'll send you out uh, to our, our uh, we'll send you our CPA's information. Appreciate the phone call. You listen to Making Money Sense Larry Rosenthal show. Go ahead and give us a ring here at 855-ROSE123. That's 855-767-3123. Let's welcome Lynn on the line. Good morning, Lynn. How are you today? I'm fine. How are you, Larry? I'm well. How can I help you? Well, I appreciate you taking my call. I have one main question and then another one, but the first one is about my RMD. I'm going to turn 70 and a half in May, and I understand that I don't have to take it out right then. I can defer it till the end of the year, something like that. Is that correct? Yes. Actually, you can defer it a little bit further. You have until April 1st of the year following you turn 70 and a half. Oh, okay. Yeah, but then uh, that means next year you've got to take out two. Oh, You've got to well, take the one for this year by April 1st and then the one for next year by December 31st. All right. Then I'll just take t- this year's this year. <laughs> sure. Absolutely. I, 
I was wondering, though, I do understand that I can donate part of it or I can donate to a charity and not have to pay taxes on it. It would be donated directly. Is that correct? That is correct, up to $100,000. Do correct. I have to donate the whole amount or can I just designate a certain amount? Nope, you can designate a certain amount. Okay. Oh, that's great. And um, what do you have any recommendations as what I uh, could or should do with what's left over? After I've donated part of it, so so Lynn, it sounds like to me you're in a situation of where you don't need the money to live off of, right? Not at this point, no. Yeah, and so that's part of the problem with this required minimum distribution. Just just so that I can clue people in here, when you're seventy and a half, you're forced to take money out of your retirement plans, whether you want the money or not. Like in Lynn, like in your case here, Lynn. So you're looking to say, you know what? I want to I want to donate some money to a charity, and our tax laws are favorable in that manner, which is a good thing. Secondly, you're going to receive a balance of the money, and you're going, well, gee, I don't need this money, so you're going to have to pay tax on it. And then what can you do? Most people will then turn around and just reinvest it back into another account of theirs to continue to grow. Some people will go ahead and maybe gift it to kids or grandkids. For them to use, or or or, and, and then other people will even use it in what's called a wealth replacement plan, Lynn, where you'll take the money, and they'll buy a special type of life insurance policy, so that down the road one day when you go to heaven, all this money will actually ha- have multiplied substantially greater through the the insurance proceeds that are tax free to their heirs. So I see people do, you know, all three of those types of scenarios there. It just depends on what you want to do with the dollars and, and how you want to use these 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 dollars okay. um, for, for your family. Because if you think about it, one day you're going to pass and you're still going to most likely have money sitting inside these IRAs and these retirement plans, right? Yes, I would like to have some to leave to my um, children and exactly. my uh, grandkids. Right. And then so now... If, if you just leave the IRAs to the kids and the grandkids, they're tax-infested, right? Because they're, if they pull the money out, they're going to have to pay taxes on it at their tax bracket at that time. But if you take these RMDs, these required minimum distributions, and you pull it out, let's suppose it's 10000 a year just to do math easy here on the air. You pay $3,000 or so in taxes. Now you have that $7,000. If you take that $7,000 and put it into a wealth replacement plan, that plan may buy you $400,000 of tax-free life insurance so that when you pass, not only do your heirs receive the balance of what's inside the IRAs, but in addition, they receive the life insurance proceeds tax-free as well. So that's sort of a very easy 10,000-foot view over the radio wealth replacement plan on, on what some people do with their required minimum distribution money that's left over. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. I hadn't heard of the wealth replacement plan before. Yep, lots of people do it, and this is one of the ways that wealthy people really cascade money from one generation to the next. They, they take money that would otherwise be taxed to Uncle Sam, and they spend a little bit of it to replace it back with insurance proceeds that are tax-free. And, and families do this generation after generation. That's how you hear about, oh, these people have all this money all the time, but it's, it's done through insurance a lot, of, a lot of the times that way. If you want, Lynn, I'll be happy to put you on hold, and we'll send you out some information and, and diagrams on how that works. Well, that would be great, but I do have one more question if you have time. Sure. Go ahead. I received one of my 1099 forms, on my pension payment, and the envelope was never sealed. It, was, it didn't look like it had been forced open. It just didn't look like it hadn't been sealed, and now I'm concerned about um, 
somebody getting my identity? Is there anything I can do to protect myself? Well, there's lots of identity protection programs and companies out there that you can contact, and you can tell them what this is. But it probably when the pension company sent it to you, it just didn't seal in their little machine is, is what I would imagine. Um, but that's the way that you would go about doing it, is talk to one of these um, credit protection companies. They're advertised all over the place. Uh, and and uh, actually, Chris, you know about some of these, don't you? Well, yeah, he, actually even the big three credit reporting agencies have that option built into it now as well, Equifax uh, and uh, the other two. So, yeah, you could do that as well and just call one of them. All right. Oh, thank you very much. Well, okay, I Lynn. really appreciate your helping me with these issues, and uh, God bless you all. Absolutely. God bless you, too. I'll put you on hold, and we'll have someone get you that information next week. Appreciate the phone call. If you listen to Making Money Sense, Larry Rosenthal Show, go ahead and dial us up with any of your financial planning or investment questions. As you see, we cover the whole nine yards, A through Z. Give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. you listen to Making Money Sense. I'm Larry Rosenthal. We'll be back in a moment. You are listening to Making Money Sense live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. More Making Money Sense in a moment. Have you ever wanted to be part of something big? Nonprofit organization called Stars Children Africa. Do you want to be a part of something that changes a child's life? Orphans who are high school age who would not have a chance to get education otherwise? Now you can be part of something that brings hope. What we do is we actually pay for the school fees. For about the cost of a new suit, you can change an orphan's future for a whole year. We pay for the school fees, and that averages around $500 to $550 a year total. That means food, lodging, the teaching, the education part, the the uniform, that whole thing. Call now, 703-201-2494. Or go to starschildrenafrica.org. For a dollar and a half a day, one child would be educated for that year in high school. 703-201-2494. Call right now. For $500 a year, you can change an orphan's life. 703-201-2494. You are listening to the Larry Rosenthal Show, Making Money Sense. If you'd like to dial in, just go right ahead. Here's the phone number, 855-767-3123. Let's welcome Susan on the line from Fairfax. Good morning, Susan. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. How can I, I help you? To, um, I wanted to know, is there any way around um, paying to have your 401k from a previous job transferred into your current job account? Um, I had worked as a contract nurse in D.C., and as contractors go, um, government rebid, so this one um, employer we only had for nine months before we switched over to another one. So I wanted to move that. It was only like $400, and they were going to charge me 60 or 7 to move it into a current account. Is there any way around that? So the receiving 401K was going to charge you to receive the money? No, no, no. The Oh, the exiting the, 401K was going to charge you exiting, a termination exiting. fee. Yeah, it was uh, – offenses or whatever so yeah so 
there's really no way around that I'm aware of once you close out your account. It sounds like to me they have an account closing fee, which is kind of surprising in a 401k plan, but that's what it sounds like to me. I would call the HR department and say, hey, I want to pull this money out. You know, what? what's the story? You know, another thing that you could look at doing is asking them, what's the minimum balance that I can have there? And if they say 10 bucks, then maybe you can move all of it out except $10. Oh, well, that's a thought. Yeah, I don't know, but I haven't heard of that. But it sounds like to me they have a an account closing fee for you, Susan. Right. So, well, I had I wasn't even I was just saying transfer it, but I wondered. I thought, well, what if I just passed it out? Because at the time I wasn't old enough, and you know I wasn't sixty, but now I am, and so I could pull it out. But I'm working full time, so I don't want a pen a tax penalty. But then if I put it into took that check and deposited into my own account, would that work? Well, then you uh, you have to ask them about their account closing fee. I don't know. Okay. That, that's what right. it sounds like to me. Yep. Let's welcome Constance on the line. Good morning, Constance. How are you today? I'm fine, thank you. And how are you? I'm well. How can I help you today? I just wanted to know, do you have a book that would uh, access, show us all this information that you're sharing with us this morning? There is so much. I can't take it all down. <laughs> well, Constance, I appreciate the thought there. There are so many books out there. And, you know, the first of all, let's, let's start off with um, I've got a book coming out here, and it's been delayed a little bit. Um, but there are so many different books. There's, there's books that are like encyclopedias where they, they, they give you the, the, the detailed version on how a, a, a mutual fund works. And then there's books on financial planning and all kinds of things. But I would break it down a little bit easier for you. First thing that I want to say is, you know, the Lord talks more about money in the Bible than he does prayer and faith. Yeah. So we need yeah. to understand who owns it and what our responsibilities are with it. You know, we, we're renting all of our assets, basically. We're, we're here borrowing them to be good stewards with, with them. For God's glory. So once we understand that from the, the the Bible book, that's the first place. Then the second thing I would take a look at is how does the economy work? Because the economy either expands or contracts, and that's going to tell you where you sh- how you should be invested. So if you want to learn about that, I would go to the Nasdaq website www.nasdaq.com. Okay. And and, uh, click on um, uh, economic calendar, and there you can start reading all the reports. And, Constance, if you read those reports over the next three or four months, you'll have a good understanding of what's going on in the economy. That's going to help you to make investment decisions better than any book, really, because you need to understand what's happening in the economy. And that's where all the information comes out every day. And and if you just spend 30 minutes to an hour reading that every day – for the next few months, you'll be way, way ahead than where you are right now. Hey, also go okay. to face. You can go to Facebook and follow us on Facebook, and okay. uh, you can also go to my website, LarryRosenthal.com, and click on uh, in the media and listen to all of our past radio shows as well as podcasts uh, that you can download there as, as well. So there's tons and tons of books out there, and that's where I would start: is learning about what's going on in the economy. 
But one thing I want to send you out is our financial planning toolkit because that will help you design your own personal financial plan. Because remember, what's good for the Smiths down the street might not be good for you. Each person has different assets, liabilities, risk tolerance, time frames, and things like that. So I'm going to send you out our financial planning toolkit, and we'll help you start to build out your own financial plan that works for you and your household and not necessarily anybody else. But that's where I want you to start is right there. Okay? Thank you, sir. Thank you very, very much. Absolutely, Constance. Let me put you on hold, and we'll send you out uh, this information on the financial planning toolkit. Hey, let's shoot on over to Woodbridge and welcome Raymond on the line. Good morning, Raymond. How are you today? I'm pretty good. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. How can I help you? I was wondering, uh, let's say you, you you get ready to retire, and you get a fixed amount of, let's say, $2,500. Before you get that money from the Social Security, do they take taxes out of that money? And also, at the end of the year, when you file your taxes, will you be most likely to have to pay, pay taxes on that money? So when it comes to the taxation of Social Security, when you receive your Social Security check, you can elect for them to not withhold taxes or to withhold taxes from your check. That's entirely up to you as the recipient. Secondly, if you're, if you're married filing jointly and your adjusted gross income is, is over, or actually your MAGI, your modified adjusted gross income, is somewhere over around forty-four, forty-six thousand dollars $46,000 a year. I don't have the chart in front of me, Raymond. But then up to 85% of your Social Security check will be taxed at your ordinary income tax bracket rates, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. so, so, you know, if you're getting $1,000 a month, just so I can do math easy here, and, and then mm-hmm. maybe $850 of that 1000 is taxed at whatever tax bracket you're in, maybe 25% or whatever the case may be. And at the end of the year, and, and at, in April, you will have to square up on your tax return. You may have to pay a little bit more or possibly get a refund, depending on you know your other income and things like that. But, but uh, I have some charts in my office that I can send out to you that shows you the, the level of taxation on your Social Security. I just don't happen to have it here in the studio. But, that, but money is subject to taxes, married, filing jointly, or single. There's different tax brackets for that. Okay. Yeah, if you want, I'll put you on hold, and I'll send you out that information. Appreciate the phone call. Give us a ring here, 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. You're listening to Making Money Sense of Larry Rosenthal Show, and I will be back in a moment. You are listening to Making Money Sense live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. More Making Money Sense in a moment. Housing prices and interest rates have started to move up. This may be your last chance to take advantage of low rates and housing bargains. If you're considering purchasing a home within the next year, you need to call Troy Turow at McLean Mortgage First to take advantage of his Loan First program. This can give you a winning bid over the competition, even when you come up against cash offers. The Loan First program will have you fully pre-approved so that you understand all aspects of your loan before you start looking for your dream home. Buy in confidence when you have your Loan First certificate, which shows the seller your loan is already pre-approved and they can avoid any unnecessary negative surprises at settlement. Troy's been helping homeowners for over 20 years in the D.C. metro area, and he and his team are ready to help you. Call him today at 571 571- 
571-490-7117. That's 571-490-7117 for your loan first pre-approved certificate. 571-490-7117 or simply visit his website at anyhomeloans.com. Remember, you want control when you're making an offer on a home. Get your loan first certificate. Call Troy Tarot at McLean Mortgage, 571-490-7117. Troy Tarot and McLean Mortgage Corporations, NMLS number 5618 and 99665. You are listening to the Larry Rosenthal Show, Making Money Sense. If you'd like to dial in, we have some lines available for you to talk to our financial and retirement expert here in studio, Larry Rosenthal. Our telephone number is 855-767-3123. That's 855-ROSE-123. Feel free to call Larry Rosenthal at that number at any time. The other thing I did want to mention, Larry, also while we're, we're starting here is that they can call that number during the week, too, and it's ask any questions that you want. Uh, yes, that's yeah, correct. As yeah. soon as we get off the air here, that, that flips over. That's actually our, our office uh, 800 number. Yep, yep. So not a problem. Give us a ring, 855-ROSE-123. Let's shoot on over to Maryland and welcome Samuel on the line. Good morning, Samuel. How are you today? Doing fine, Larry. Thank you very much for taking my call. I'm, next year, I'll be required to take my uh, required minimum distribution for my 401k, and I got about $400,000, and I'm told that I can buy an annuity. Put the $400,000 in it, take my required minimum distribution each year, and as long as I leave $1 in the account, my beneficiary will, will still get the $400,000 at my death. And I'm wondering if you heard of anything. Like that. They say it's a 2% uh, uh, fee. Samuel, I have heard of annuities like that. I think the fee may be a little bit higher. Okay, um, there are when it comes to annuities, there are special riders. So I want you to think about, I want you to think about a when it comes to an annuity, the the basic premise of the annuity is, you know, once you annuitize payments, you can't outlive your money. That's the way it works with all annuities. Now annuities have come out and they said, well, we have a death benefit standard package and then we have an enhanced death benefit package okay and 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 they have income protection riders and they have all these different little bells and whistles so if you're if your hot button let's say is maximum income protection there's annuities that out there that that focus on that if your hot button is you know maximum protection for spouse there's hot buttons on that as well so if if this is I have seen annuities that do that that have those types of riders I know of some um, the fees in the fees that you described may be a little bit more expensive than what you just described there and you have to really make sure that you understand the income distribution of that that you have to stay within the guardrails of what they allow you to pull out each year on a percentage basis so that you don't reduce that death benefit should you pass one day down the road. Um, I can actually send you out some literature on how to on some basically some good detailed questions on what to ask about that that particular type of an annuity. Um, so so uh, they they do exist out there. Yes, I have heard of those. Now whether or not it's the right right investment for you or not that that's a second uh, scenario. But I have heard of those definitely. Okay, thank you. Uh, yes, do I stay on the line and give you my information? Or? 
Yeah, if you want to, I'd be happy to send you out some information. Uh, so, so uh, Josh, it would be the you know death benefit on annuities um, with what Samuel's talking about. We'll have someone reach out to you next week and, and get the, get you this information to uh, to sort of ask the questions to the annuity company for yourself. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Absolutely, Sammy. Appreciate the phone call. You listen to Making Money Sense, Larry Rosenthal show. Hey, give us a ring here on any subject matter at all if you want. You know, we've talked about Social Security taxation today. We've talked about specific riders on annuities to protect spousal benefits. It's all out there. It's all under the sun here. Give us a ring, eight five five Rose one two three. Welcome, Emily, on the line. Good morning, Emily. How are you today? I'm fine. How can I help you today? I bought a condo in 2006 and I sold the little house that I had and um, of course the place is underwater now and uh, I am kind of struggling and I'm, I don't qualify obviously for any of my loan is a conventional loan and, Emily are uh, you going to stay in the home I would like to stay here because I just don't have the strength to move, and it's just I would like to stay here. It's it's a so Emily. Of- okay, so Emily, here's the deal, though. You know, if if you're going to want to stay in that condo and eventually get it paid off one day, it doesn't matter that the home has dropped in value at this point. It only matters when you want to sell the home. Okay, so so just think about this: if you had bought the home for cash in 2006 as an example, and now the home may be worth a little bit less than what you paid for it in 2006, uh-huh. it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter. This is your home, and and it's a real asset, and it will go up and down over time. But as long as you can afford to make the payments and live there, and you, you say you want to stay there in that home, then it doesn't really matter if the price goes up or down. It only really matters when you go to sell the property. So, I so, see, and I have a six percent. Uh, well, that might be something. Yeah, that's a little bit high by today's standards. And if the property's underwater a little bit, it may be a challenge to refinance. You may have to bring some cash to the table. But if you don't have that cash, then just continue to keep making those payments, okay? And stay there, and don't worry so much about the value of the home right now, okay? All right. And I know that's going to be driving. Yep. Uh, I need to buy a car. My car has um, petered out on me. It's 15 years old. And uh, should I pay, how sh- you know, my, my income does not really allow me to have a car, big car note. So should I just draw from my savings and pay? My savings is, is dwindling down. Emily, I would really have to take a look at your whole cash flow scenario and what savings you have, okay, um, to before I could answer that question. Uh, you know, the, on one hand, car loan rates are so low and attractive today, that's kind of a good thing to finance the car. On the other hand, you will pay a little bit of interest and incur another monthly payment. But I need to take a look at the last several months of your savings to see if it is dwindling and by how much and how much of a car we can afford. So I I need to do a little bit of an analysis on that. I'll have someone, I'll put you on hold, and I'll have one of our advisors give you a quick ring next week to help you with that cash flow math on that. But I'm just not in a position here without seeing all the data in front of me on what you should or shouldn't shouldn't do with all of that. 
you know, and I know that a lot of people that's going to drive a lot of people crazy on what I said to her as far as the house value not really mattering right now. But if you stop and really think about this, you know, it only matters when you're going to go sell the property. But if you're going to have your home paid for, you know, down the road in retirement or currently in retirement, what does it matter if it goes up or down? It, it's just money sitting inside the house, wood, bricks, mortar, and steel, and you really can't um, uh, worry too much about it. Yeah, we all want our properties to go up in value to build more equity and increase our net worth and stuff like that. But if the home's paid for and, it's, and you're, you're going to stay in there, again, it doesn't matter. It's about the cash flow scenario in retirement years. Can I ask you a question about that? I know that we've talked a little bit on the program before about making a, that extra payment a year. Or maybe as you know, as many as two payments a year extra on your mortgage that does a lot for helping you get that home paid off a little bit sooner, right? Absolutely does, Chris. You know, if you take if you take a typical thirty year mortgage and you make an extra payment each year, you cram thirteen months of payments into a twelve month calendar period of time, you'll retire that mortgage in about twenty one, twenty two years. Wow. So so you'll knock seven or eight years off that payment. And and here's a scenario, too. You know, a lot of people are doing these biweekly payment plans mm-hmm. where you take your monthly payment, divide it by two, and make a payment every other week. Well, well, that's just you, you end up making an extra payment a year. You end up, again, cramming 13 months of payments into a 12-month year. Um, but a lot of times you can just do that by yourself. The biweekly payment plans usually come with a fee to set up and a monthly processing fee and stuff like that. You don't need to do that. You just do it yourself. You're just cramming 13 months of payments in a 12-month calendar period of time. Uh, hey, let's uh, stay in the district here and welcome Ruth on the line. Good morning, Ruth. How are you today? Oh, fine. Thank you, Mr. Rosenthal. Mr. Rosenthal, I heard you answer a question for someone, that, and it concerned me. You Can, can you leave a retirement pension? from the government to an heir, or does that only apply to other kinds of pensions? You can only leave your government pension to a surviving spouse, okay? Oh. Most pension plans just go to your spouse. They don't go to non-spousal beneficiaries. Uh-huh. Okay. So yeah, so the, in, so the income stream, yeah, the income stream that you're receiving usually will not go to a surviving beneficiary as a non-spousal beneficiary. Okay. Thank you so much. Sure. Let's welcome Deb on the line. Good morning, Deb. How are you today? Doing well, and yourself? I'm well. How can I help you? Um, My sister's husband is starting to get ill, and before he gets too far um, to the place that they cannot travel, she is wanting to go ahead and take like a two years of absence of work uh, and work and she's wanting to know if there is some kind of formula out there uh, as to how much money they would need to have during those two years um, so that they would be able to still uh, fulfill all their obligations because they're going to keep their house the house the car um, but they want to travel during those two years instead of work. Do you have a yes. formula out there? Actually, there is, Deb, and and I'm sorry to hear about your sister's situation. And and um, I, I, you know, we have experienced this with with clients in in our in our practice. Um, that when things like this come up, they want to go do things. Um, right. I understand that. I get that. And basically, what the process here is is she needs to sit down and just do a cash flow analysis of of everything. Mm-hmm. 
during this travel period of time and then after it as well. Um, it becomes a balanced mixture of, of, you know, depending on how much assets they have. Um, you know, if they have an overwhelming a lot amount of assets, it's not a big issue. But if they don't, then we have to really do a cash, a detailed cash flow analysis on how much okay. they can spend, when they can spend it, and things like that. And then also um, looking at insurance, and then looking at you know um, after this this two years is over, with what what things will be left like, um, you know, at, from that standpoint there going forward. So okay. so that's really what needs to be done is that type of a cash flow analysis. Um, does your does okay. your sister work with a financial advisor? Uh, if so, sit down with him or her. If not, we've done this with clients before uh, in situations like this. So um, it's you know we we can help help that situation for you if, if you if you needed it. It's just basically a, a big intense cash flow scenario. Okay, all right. Um, that's that was kind of the direction I was leading her. Um, and you know she's in, they're in a good spot right now. He's retired. She isn't. Uh, their house is paid off. They have no debts. Um, so you know they're in a good spot in that situation. But of course, they were not anticipating this situation to happen for at least another five plus years. And um, you know when she could re- actually retire. So they, yeah, this this will be yeah. good for her. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, if you like, I'll I'll be happy to send you out some information on it, on on the cash flow of it all. Uh, we can send you out our financial planning toolkit and have someone follow up with you, and then you can introduce it to her. And then maybe they can sit down and start start uh, doing some programming on it all. All right. Yes, I'd appreciate that. Let's welcome Barbara on the line. Good morning, Barbara. How are you today? Good morning. I'm fine. Thank you. How can I help you today? So yeah, I have a question. Um, you were speaking of uh, people in their 20s. My daughter recently graduated from college, and she um, just started her career, new job, and she's making fairly decent money, actually. And she has absolutely no bills. She's still living at home and probably will be for a couple of years. And I did tell her to, you know, maximize her, her um, company's 401K, definitely, you know, whatever they're matching. But in terms of saving, um, you know, there are different – buckets that she wants to save for, for eventually purchasing a home and different things like that. What would you recommend in, in terms of vehicles for those kinds of savings? I mean, of course, she doesn't want to just pick it all in a passive savings account and not get any interest. Um, so just, just wondering if different vehicles, I mean, I think of obvious things like CDs and stocks, but, you know, you want some liquidity there, but then you want some longer term um, things as well. So exactly, Barbara. So let's get her set up in a, in a in a growth mutual fund. Okay, um, a, a mutual fund. She's in her twenties. You said so. Let's get her in a growth mutual fund, one that's a quality fund, and just start having her put money into it each month. Okay, because at this age, what she needs to do is acquire shares. The acquisition of shares is important. That's what she needs to do. Okay, mm-hmm. so just just get with a mutual fund company. And and we'll send you out some literature on it if you want on on what we would suggest for her and and just have her set up a bank draft program where each month the mutual fund company reaches in and, and withdraws you know fifty dollars or whatever it may be that she can afford and just sends it right into the mutual fund. Starting her off at this stage of life, it, doing that 
it's going to be a whole different story 10, 15 years down the road for her economically. It should be, it should, it, it, it's going to put her in a very good position is what I'm saying by, by saving these dollars at this age by doing it. We can get her into a couple of different types of mutual funds, one that has a little bit more growth than the other, depending on her risk tolerance and stuff like that. So that's the key right now is what you want to do. The, 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 in, a, in a regular mutual fund, after-tax mutual fund account like this, it's going to be completely liquid to her. She can put it in today, pull it out tomorrow, no worries or anything like that. So it's liquid because she's going to, she's in her 20s. She's going to need a new car. She's going to have friends that want to go to the beach for a week. She's going to, you know, all different types of things down the road, buy exactly. a house, get married. So, so you, want to, you want her to keep putting the money into the 401k side, okay? And at this stage, I would say since her income is, is um, probably – not as high as it's going to be when she's in her 40s or 50s. I would explore looking at putting money on the Roth side of the 401k plan. So these okay. dollars get a long trajectory of growing and then coming out tax-free down the road. But once her income starts to get a little bit higher, maybe shift over to the pre-tax side to help her on her current taxes each year, that's what I would do for her long-term investment standpoint. And right now, start slamming money into one or two different mutual funds each month that's liquid for her sort of have a balanced mix of both things right there. That's how I would approach it at this great. stage. That sounds yep. great. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, and I would appreciate any literature you could send. Okay. Well, if you want some literature on it, Barbara, I'd be happy to do so. I'll put you on hold, and Bob will get your information, and we'll send it out to you. Appreciate it. Have a great okay. weekend. You're listening to Making Money Sense, Larry Rosenthal Show. Give us a ring here at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123 to reach me here live in the studio with any and all of your financial planning or investment-type questions. We'll be back in a moment with more of the Making Money Sense Show. Have you ever wanted to be part of something big? Nonprofit organization called Stars Children Africa. Do you want to be a part of something that changes? a child's life. Orphans who are high school age who would not have a chance to get education otherwise. Now you can be part of something that brings hope. What we do is we actually pay for the school fees. For about the cost of a new suit, you can change an orphan's future for a whole year. We pay for the school fees, and that averages around $500 to $550 a year total. That means food, lodging, the teaching, the education part, the, the uniform, that whole thing. Call now, 703-201-2494, or go to starschildrenafrica.org. For a dollar and a half a day, one child would be educated for that year in high school. 703-201-2494. Call right now. For $500 a year, you can change an orphan's life. 703-201-2494. You are listening to the Larry Rosenthal Show, Making Money Sense with Larry Rosenthal. You know, Larry, sometimes we, we need to remember to bring it back down to where it needs to be, where it should be, and that's in God's hands when it comes to money and everything else. That's true, Chris. You know, one of the things that money does for people is it sort of pumps you up a little bit, you know? Oh, look at my new title at work. Look at my new car. Look at all this kind of stuff. And uh, that's really not where it... it uh, Looking inward, looking inward instead of where you should be looking sometimes. Correct, correct. You know, Matthew twenty three twelve says, Who, whoever, hum, whoever exalts himself shall be humbled, and whoever humbles himself shall be exalted. And a lot of times the, you know, exalting yourself stuff does come from what you believe is the power of money and assets and wealth and things like that. And so it's very important to remain, remain humble with what the Lord has given us. 
and uh, understand that it is all his and we are charged to be good stewards with everything that he has. So, you know, keep that in mind and let's keep focus on uh, proper financial planning and, and whose dollars they are and what we're to be doing with them, too. Amen. Amen. And uh, we'll be back next Saturday with another session of Larry Rosenthal Show, Making Money Sense. Life-changing talk radio. Worldwide at WAVA.com. You're listening to 105.1 FM. WAVA. Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you... Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.